0: You are listening to the Conversational Selling Podcast with Nancy Calabrese.
1: Hi, everyone. It's Nancy Calabrese, and it's time again for Conversational Selling, the podcast where sales leaders and business experts share what's going on in sales and marketing today, and it always starts with the human conversation. Today, we're speaking with Kevin Snow, the co-host of the Growth Mode Podcast, the COO of Success Champions, and the owner of Time on Target. As a sales expert with over 20 years of experience as a sales leader and serious technology geek, Kevin knows precisely how to help his clients take their automation game to the next level. He has a proven track record of getting real results for small businesses, showing them how to integrate digital technology technology With their sales process authentically and professionally. Kevin is also a contributing author on multiple best-selling business books. We are thrilled to have you on the show, Kevin. Let's get started.
0: Cool. Thanks for having me on, Nancy. I'm really excited for our chat today.
1: Yeah. All right. So in doing my homework on you, I notice you have a degree in agriculture (laughs) and secondary ed. Wow.
0: How did that get
1: you into sales technology?
0: (laughs) So you went way back. Most people don't (laughs) even know that part until I tell them. (coughs) Excuse me. So, yeah, I'm supposed to be a high school ag teacher and high school wrestling coach. So um, when I graduated back in 1996, I was out doing the job search thing. Uh, and I was looking at both teaching and non-teaching options. And Heck. I got uh, I got offered a teaching job, uh, which was cool. Not all of my uh, graduates that I uh, graduated with did. Uh, but I got offered a teaching job. It was $19,000 a year, which is like, okay, cool. Um, right. But then I also got offered this sales job. Um, it was a hybrid sales job where I was uh, – upselling and selling into existing accounts uh, for a telecom company. uh, Nationwide uh, Frontier Communications was who it was with. uh, And they were offering me $39,000 base plus commissions on top of that. And I'm like, okay, um, (laughs) mom, I'm moving to Minnesota because I have school loans to pay and I need to pay for some place to live and I don't want to keep mooching off of you So yeah, I, it was, it was just a better job. So yeah, so I ended up uh, completely shifting from teaching uh, to selling telecom, high-end data and and voice connection.
1: Yeah. You know, I, I, I teasing you because I find that most people, Uh, don't pursue what they studied in college and wind up going in a different direction, don't you?
0: Yeah, and and it's funny because like my last semester in college, I showed up at, you know, my parents over Christmas break and I'm like, I want to change my major. (laughs) And they're like, (laughs) like, what? I was like, yeah, I want to change my major to marketing. And because I, and I, I had, you know, finally kind of figured out what I wanted to do. And they're like, yeah, no, you're graduating in May. Uh, you've right. been in school long enough. Uh, so, you know, s- you know, suck it up. Uh, so now I tease them because I do a ton of like you know, with email marketing and email automation. I'm like, remember when I wanted to change my degree to marketing? Yeah. Uh, now that's actually what I'm doing. So, we you wound know. Up there anyway, <laughs> exactly, exactly. So I tease them about that all the time.
1: Cool. Now, I know you help businesses close more sales by understanding their sales process and identifying how to make the process more effective and faster. How do you do that?
0: So I, I love the, 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 uh, the title for your show, Conversational Selling, because what you know, that's one of the things when I work with business owners that we have to help them understand is that sales is just a series of conversations with an right. outcome. You know, it's exactly the same as we're talking to any of our friends. You know, we call each other up and say, Hey, are you going to the game this weekend? All right, cool. Let me let me give you a call when I get down there and we can meet up. Every time you have a conversation with someone in your in your circle, there's always, hey, here's what's here's what we're doing next. And it's always right. designed around, all right. So what's the next step in the relationship? What do we do next? We're gonna do here. All right, I'll call you about that. You're gonna talk to this person. There's always those those things established. And that's really what we work with with our clients as well as help them really understand. All right. So how are your clients, your prospects making those business decisions? What are their steps are going through in that process? And then how do you link up your process to that so that it's running you know, parallel? Right, and that you aren't coming across as that that sleazy sales guy uh, or right. sleazy sales gal, because that's usually what happens when the salesperson gets ahead of the other person. They become they're now they that there's now that perception that they're trying to force the close and they're trying to hard close the person. So right. our, our focus is really making sure they're running in parallel and then figuring out all right. So you have this meeting event, you're doing this site survey if you're a tech firm, what do we need to then send via automation that is going to help the conversation continue and is going to provide really good content that will actually help them make that next step so the conversation can actually go to that next level.
1: How often do you recommend um, being in touch with prospects through automation?
0: So for If you're in a active sales process where you have either you as the owner or the the founder or your salespeople are actually engaged with the prospect, right? All the all the marketing automation stuff should end. It should just stop. Okay. And all the conversations that that person that's now the sales they're the quarterback for that process. You know, right. And all the automation now that you're using should really focus on how you help that person sell better. You know, as the owner or salesperson, if once you get into a face-to-face conversation sales process, all the other marketing stuff should stop. Right. And, and all the automation now that should be there supporting what's happening in that process. So, you know, for example, a roofing company I worked with, they'd go out and do that initial meeting where they... They measured the roof and talked about, ooh, here's colors and types of shingles and all that type of stuff. When they would leave that meeting, they would then send out an automated email like, hey, it was awesome meeting and seeing your beautiful house. Here's something that we hear from most of our prospects is that they're really nervous about doing uh, down payments for contractors because they feel they're going to get scammed. Here's Here's a checklist of the top 10 things that you need to ask before giving anyone a down payment for construction services. And that that content is designed to really answer some key questions that are going on in that prospect's head. But now they have things to talk about and to drive that conversation forward the next time they meet with that prospect. Yeah. So- so that's the type of automation you should be sending during the sales process. It needs to sound like it's coming from the salesperson. It needs to support what that salesperson is doing. And the salesperson needs to understand what those messages are so mm-hmm. that when they're talking and they understand when it goes out, so that when they're talking to their prospect, they're not surprised when the prospect says, hey, I got this email. What, what email? Because right. they should... When we do it for a company, all those automation emails come from whichever salesperson is supporting that that prospect. Wow. So so it sounds like it's coming from the person they know. We're working on that relationship. It's no longer, you know, we've all gotten those emails where it's like, hey, we want you to schedule a meeting with our sales team. Um, right. I, I already have a meeting with your sales guy tomorrow. Why are you still <laughs> sending me this stuff? Right. And and it impacts the relationship because you're like, well, do they even know what's going on with me? Yeah. And, you know, how important am I if they're not able to manage this type of communication?
1: What share your unique idea that is different and sets you apart from others in your space?
0: So um, I don't chase clients. I, you know, I hate that whole concept. Oh, let me. I'll follow up with you next week, or hey, give me a call in a month. Yeah, I don't have time to chase as a business owner. Uh, I am a huge proponent of one call closes. You know? Oh, wow! And and I do it regularly for my for my automation stuff. I don't do proposals. I you know. Uh, I don't and, either. Yeah, it, it's it's a waste of my time, and it's a, and it's a usually. excuse me, it's usually an out for that person because they don't want to say no. So I am very upfront with my prospects when we're going through that sales process of letting them know it's, hey, my goal for this meeting is really for us to get to know each other and figure out if there's a reason for us to actually be able to work together. If there's not, tell me because I don't want to waste your time. And if I don't think I can help you, I'm going to let you know, too. So, you know if it's not going to be a thing, let me know. So at the end, you know, if, if we're not at the point where they're ready to say yes, and then it's like, well, I need to think about it. I'll immediately go with something like, you know what? So let's do this. Let's, let's consider it a no for now. Right. And if in the future you're ready to make a decision, you actually want to do something with me, let me know and reach right. out. But I'm not going to follow up with you every two weeks, hoping you're going to say something. Right. So it, it's almost a form of the takeaway close. Yep. But I know for me with all the stuff I have going on with two different companies, uh, a couple podcasts now, uh, and you know all the other stuff going on in my life that I can't have this huge pipeline of of filled with hopium. You know, right. ooh, I hope they're going to close I love that this time. Well, and that's <clears throat> excuse me, that's really what salespeople live on a lot of times having been a sales manager. Having your team come in and say, all right, let's go through your pipeline. And then they have this one that's been on there for eight months. And I'm like, right. "Well, yeah, I think they're really going to close this month. Really? <laughs> what have they done that's given you that signal? You have right. not actually had a conversation with them for uh, for like four months. But you still yeah. think they're going to close? They don't answer your calls. How, why mm-hmm. is this even on here? So. Right. You know, I want people uh, in my pipeline who are actively engaged, who are, I'm in a conversation with, you know, yeah. and I have some like right now that uh, I did do some stuff with, but we've already set up, Hey, here's and we're going to talk, we're going right. to meet on this day at this time. And so it's not a me calling back in the beginning of October saying, all right, so you ready to do stuff yet. We right. actually have a meeting set up. So I know we're going to have a closing opportunity. So that's one of the things that I do different than I see with a lot of salespeople. We had one on that was trying to sell me and my business partner the other day. And he literally left the meeting with, all right, so cool. I'll, you know, I'll give you a call in a couple months. <laughs> and he got a off the call. Months? Yeah. A couple months. Cause we weren't ready to do anything right now. He's like, well, I'll just follow up with you then. And Donnie and I each looked at our, each other after the call, we're like, what did he just literally do that? <laughs> <laughs> so, or like you know, he's never gonna get back in front of us again because he's just gonna do that follow-up thing as opposed to setting yep. the meeting. So yeah, that, that's a key thing that we work with all our prospects and clients. Well, on. you
1: know, it's interesting you say that because whenever we hear something like that follow up in a couple of months, we usually uh address it. Gee, you know, um I I'm 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 not sure this is your case, but very often when people say things like that, it's really they're trying to politely bow out because they don't want to say, no, no, thank you. And we find that that works quite a bit.
0: Yeah. It's, and it's, it's you know, it's one thing if it's a prospect saying, hey, well, I'll give you a call in a couple months. But it's a different thing when it's a salesperson that's leaving the door open that way. Yeah. Um, and, and sometimes depending on the salesperson and, and how much we like their product and service and, you know, if we hit it off really well with them or not. We'll say things as well, and sometimes, and and Donnie's launched into full coaching uh, sessions with salespeople before, and so have I. Uh, but other times, it's like, all right, sweet, you just gave us the easy out; we don't have to do anything with this one now. So, yep. sometimes uh, it's just easier to let them go.
1: Yep. Is there a story uh, the audience would find interesting? I'm sure you're loaded with stories.
0: Um. You know, a lot of the stories are now on, you know, really bad pitches, you know, especially with social media and email and, and being a big email proponent. I actually read all the stuff that comes into my inbox. Usually uh, it, it's humorous and other times it's painful and, and occasionally I'll find really good uh, prospecting uh, emails. Right. Uh, some of them are absolutely horrible. Uh, you know, we had one that I got and I still I saved all the emails. For this, just because I wanted to have them. So because it was it was just that bad. It was for a backyard ice rink, ice hockey rink. So I okay. live in Minnesota. I'm in Minnesota. So that is actually a thing for where I where I live. Uh, people have ice hockey rinks in their backyard. So, you know, at least I'm kind of fit the geography uh, to okay. sell it to. But his the pitch started off really good. It's like, hey, you know, this is a great way to uh, spend your off time and be healthy. Uh, and then it pivoted to instead of, you know, why I should have one and why it would be a great thing for me to have and how it would make my life better to, you know, how he left Harvard Business School to launch this business. And it was all his, you know, accolades and why, you know it now became all about him. And it was, right. it was no longer about me and why I should have a, a ice hockey rink. Um, I don't even have kids. So, you know, it would just literally be me skating around in a circle. So that would be kind of boring. <laughs> um, but it, it was all about, hey, you know, I'm so cool. I, you know, I dropped out of Harvard to start this company and I did this and I did yeah. that. And and here, you know, and you should buy from me because I'm this person. and 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 that's not what you need to do. No. You know, the conversation needs to be about what I call the afters, uh, you know, how you're going to leave that prospect after they do business with you, after they become a client. You know, how right. what is the quality of life change uh, that you're going to give them? You know, how do you keep them from being awake at 2.30 in the morning thinking about work or thinking about yeah family stuff or whatever the issues are that you can solve. Uh, and and I see that a lot where people think it's, you know, I got to impress them with, you know, all my accolades. And honestly, none of us care.
1: No, nobody cares. Yeah, Nobody cares. Uh, Fatal mistake in selling is making it all about you, not about them. Exactly.
0: And wow. in, in email, because everyone is so used to spam, you have to up at the, uh, right at the front, get their attention, say, oh, you're actually talking about sh- stuff that's going on in my world. You yep. actually understand the pain that I'm going through as a business owner, and you have a potential solution. I'm going to keep reading. Right. Uh, the And then normally the other thing I see that uh, is, always makes me laugh is the first email I get from someone will be like, and click here to schedule a call uh, with our sales team. Hmm. No. <laughs> How about, you know, give me some more content, give me yep. more stuff. It's like, oh, I you know, these guys actually are kind of smart. They actually kind of know what's going on. You know, feed me links to click to a blog article or a free piece of content or something. So right. now you can actually see, all right, so this person's actually engaged they're clicking on stuff. Here's kind of where they're going on in their sales process or their decision process. And now you can say, all right, so now we're going to send them a link where they can actually connect and set a meeting. Um, But normally they, they go for the kill right away. And I used to, I used to always like, I'd reply to some of them, especially if they're companies that were kind of in my target area, I'd reply back and say, Hey, here's, thanks for the email. You obviously didn't do some research because I actually do email. Here's some things you could do that would actually probably improve your conversion rate on this email chain. I had to give them a bunch of stuff for free. Uh, and a couple, you know, occasionally you get someone's like, oh, wow, that's awesome. Yeah, can we actually talk? Uh, but most people are just literally, well, yeah, we don't care. This is a numbers thing.
1: Right. And wow. it's
0: like, I, all right, so you would rather get a, you know, the, the you know, the easy people, you'd, you'd rather send out, you know, thousands and thousands of emails a day and get, you know, the people that are like, oh, yes, I absolutely need this right now. I've been looking as opposed to getting people who are like, oh, wow, I need to think about this right. and under actually could be converted and are probably going to be a, a higher paying client and they're going to have a longer longev- longevity with you. As yeah. opposed to the people like, ooh, I'm gonna buy this right now and it doesn't work, and then I'm gonna leave.
1: Yeah. Wow. I can't believe we're we're kinda up with time, but what is the one takeaway you want to leave the audience with?
0: Uh my, my biggest takeaway is you know, sales is just Having a conversation with someone, you know, it yep. is literally just asking questions and getting them to talk about themselves, and then being able to dive into what they're sharing and actually help them solve stuff. You know, yep. it, the the best salespeople that I've ever I've encountered that have actually been able to get me to buy are ones who are are pulling out all the the issues I'm having. Uh, and then saying, well, have you thought about this? You know, what ha- What if we did this type of thing and they're actually laying out solutions for me where I can see, oh yeah, that would actually help. Yeah. As opposed to what a lot, especially in the tech field, what a lot of people do is they they lay out features. Yep. And nope. I don't care about features. I care about how it's going to fix my problem. That's so, it. And that's the thing that people need to remember. It's literally about diving into your prospect's world And leaving them better. Even if they don't buy from you, if they're in a better position to fix stuff, I still won because they're going to remember me later.
1: That's right. Top of mind. And um, how can my people find you, Kevin?
0: The easiest way to find me is on LinkedIn. And just connect with me on LinkedIn, Kevin E. Snow is uh, my uh, LinkedIn profile name. Uh, I believe, let's see, I think I have a picture of me on stage right now at the Badass Business Summit. It's my background. But that's the quickest way to connect with me. Uh, okay. And just, just let me know in the connection request that you heard me on uh, conversational selling, Then I'll then I'll be for sure to accept the request.
1: Wow. Listen, everyone, first of all, Kevin, thank you for spending time with us. We, we think a lot alike as it relates to selling, and so it's always fun to speak with um, another kindred spirit, if you would. <laughs> um, I recommend that everybody reach out to Kevin. He's got tremendous expertise in email technology, digital technology, and you want to up your game. Kevin is the go-to man. So until we speak again, make it a great sales day.
0: The Conversational Selling Podcast is sponsored by One of a Kind Sales. If you are frustrated that you don't have enough leads or your sales team complains that they just don't have enough time to prospect, we can help. To work with Nancy and her team to help you manage your sales team, install her proven outbound sales process, and create more bottom line results, email her now at nancy at oneofakindsales.com. To learn more about Nancy and her outbound sales secrets, grab your free copy of her book, The Inside Sales Solution, at oneofakindsales.com forward slash book.